0: Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast.
1: where the clouds are far behind. Passing by, I see friends taking hands in, how do you do, they're releasing, i
2: Why I work for Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, so Bill and I we met like twenty years ago probably, right? Yeah. But I went shooting weddings, photographing weddings, and he's played music at weddings and played concerts at Broken Top Club and all the place and he sang at
0: Nico's baby.
2: What's that?
0: Yeah. Sang at Nico's Baby. Yeah, and, and
2: then after we became friends and he sang at Nico's right there, his first birthday party. We got a baby doo for Nico and showed him baby wow. Now he's been off the building. Oh, man. Um, Bill's an amazing part of this community. If anybody's been here long enough, you've probably seen him play or heard his music, because he's one of those guys that's always playing somewhere, and he's just such a big part of the community, he hosts his own uh, benefit luau for many years, it was awesome, the athletic club, uh, he's got some great CDs that I was honored to uh, help do some photographs for some of the CDs that he's got, I highly recommend, I listen to them all the time, and we have them, we're going to be selling and Bill's kindly actually donating uh, half the profits to the CDs to Back to Unity, so, please take some home with you out there, um, you know that song, Some of the Rainbow, it reminds me of my mom, <laughs> my mom who raised me in Hawaii, and she came over from Mississippi in the 60s from a very different culture as a some missionary, went to Hawaii, and met my dad, who, uh, somehow won her over. (laughs) And she fell in love and never went back. And her parents basically disowned her because she told them she was marrying a Japanese man in Hawaii and she wasn't coming home. And they were a very deep South Mississippi, very different culture, and were not really on board with that. Fortunately, she didn't let that bother her and she had me. And that sort of started to break down the barriers with the family as they started to open up and allow us to come and visit. But I always think of her, and that song, because no one she loved Wizard of Oz movie, but you know, <laughs> that was her somewhere over the rainbows, coming from Mississippi to Hawaii. she's always looking over the rainbow you know, for something better for her family, for us. One of my first memories in Hawaii of love Hawaiian style was maybe 10 years old, living in Manoa, and going to school there. It's this little valley of the island on the side of town. And after school, we would catch the city bus. It's not a school bus, it's a big city bus. It's the city bus, if you get on the bus going to the right, you go basically to my house, and into the valley. You get the bus, and you go to the left. He goes to the Alamo Shopping Center, which everybody knows is the happiest place on Earth, right? It's like Disneyland for Hawaiians. It's a shopping center. And I've never been on the island, just ride the bus, go home. So one day, I got this wild hair up my koukoule, (laughs) <laughs> For whatever reason, I decided I'm going to go on the bus by myself to Albuana. So after school, 10 years old, I hop instead of getting on the bus, going right, across the street, hop on the bus, going left. <laughs> and I get to Albuana, I get off, I'm like, cruising the mall, you know, got me an ice cream, some crack seed, like, whoa, big boy now!" And then I go back to the bus stop you know, a couple hours later to go home, and there's like 370 buses going all over, and right? I assume... This is a central bus station at the mall. So I figured, well, they yeah, all go back to my house. <laughs>
3: so I just hopped on the first
2: bus that came, and I didn't see my house. I saw other parts of the island I'd never seen before. And literally, I was on the bus all day long until night came. And the bus starts going into the bus station, the depot. And the bus driver gets up, and he looks in the back, and he sees his little kid on the pipe, and seat. like, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy, like, hey boy, you lost. <laughs> yeah? What's your phone number? Oh. No. Where do you live? <laughs> Manoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, like alright, come. Uh, he pulls me outside the bus, and his, his family pulls up in a station wagon. Like his wife, and like five kids, and like, the whole station wagon. He's like, get inside, come. I'm going to take you home. Oh. So we get in the car, we drive home, he's like, does that look familiar? I'm like, yeah, turn over there, let's play with my school, turn there. Now I'm like, go over there. We finally made it back to my house and he walked me to the door and presented to my mom. I remember my mom opened the door and went, there's this main Hawaiian guy over here. <laughs> I don't know if she even thought, where is he? All this, it's dark. We used to play it all day long, You know, nobody even cared. You know, and, you know come back to food, maybe, you know, by the bedside very good. That was my uh, my first real memory of love that extended beyond personal family. It was, everybody was family. And of course, you'll do that. Now as a parent, you grow up. Of course, you would take a kid home. Probably, we probably wouldn't do it at this day and age because you'd probably get arrested for kidnapping. <laughs> try to take a kid home, unfortunately, but that was what we did back then. You know. I know you, you have a song um, that I love, Uwamal. And... Uh, I was like your great-grandfather or something. Yes, yeah. my great-grandfather uh, was his
0: killer. Uh, and he, uh, he was uh, always went hunting. Um, from the Alto, Kauai was a place called uh, Kauau Valley. And he lived down there. But in that valley, um, it's very special. But um, he would always go hunting. And his friends would always say, hey, Moses, Why don't you come to church with us?" And you look at them funny and say, Church? What is that? What is church? He says, well, you know, that's where you go You you talk to God, you worship God, and you look at them funny and say, God? Who's God? See, it's funny that way. He he didn't believe in things that, you know, he couldn't see, so he would go hunting instead. And so, That day, uh, he went uh, chasing after mountain goat um, on Kauai, on the side of this waterfall. Um, Manco Ali tells his story. uh, The name of this waterfall is or the Waters of Love. And uh, he was chasing this goat on the side of this this waterfall. And this waterfall is about 700 feet up, you know. each time you get close to that goat, the goat would jump up
3: higher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <A> little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Rapa, you know, would that goat. But each time you get into this, the grass where you can leap up after that goat, he would jump up even higher. And this went on for hours. And he was so tired that he couldn't go another step. But he saw that goat um, on this ledge and he figured, oh, if I can get up to that ledge, you know, like can corner. Him. So he got up there and he just literally pulled himself up and he turned around and the go, and disappeared. <laughs> 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 so he thought to himself, like, you know, I after we looked at this story of has explained, like what well, that could have been, you know, up, Court. For the creator, trying to teach him a lesson, you know. So, with that, um, Grandpa, great grandpa, he was so tired, he couldn't get down. He said, You know, there's a God up there. If you save my life, um, I'll dedicate my life to you and I'll even build your church. Big words, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did. He took that leap of faith literally. He jumped off the waterfall and he, uh, he hit this panda and his plank on the way down and he tore it to the water. And when he came to, half of his body on land, half, uh, in the water, his hunting dog was licking his face. <laughs> and he, was uh, checked his daughter, he checked his body, he was okay. And then he, uh put his family on a canoe, and they paddled across the channel to the island of Nihau. And that's where he had uh, the first church uh, built over there. And he became a self-made minister. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was the first kabuna of the family. And he he was a healer. And uh, he wrote this song uh, called, which I hope simply for I'm sing along, just to... <laughs> just how it is. So, this song talks about the perpetuation of righteousness that comes from the Heavenly Father. So, let us gather together in His grace. Any parents, bring your children. And, you drink from the waters of life
1: i Oh, <tries> of you.
2: His whole family came over, it was the oddest thing, because here's my little Japanese grandpa, you know, local guy, and my Japanese dad, dad, and there's this huge, you know, man's man, hobby guy, but he's always over there with his family every weekend, and Junior was just, he was just there, and part of the family, and I remember my, my grandfather one day, I was probably like 10, and he would go fishing, he loved to fish. And so we went down to the dock. My grandma and me and my grandpa, he was loading the boat. So he took some stuff off He waded out the water to the boat. Come back, get some more stuff. Then he comes back. Grandma's standing there, there on, the, on the edge. And he grabs her and whips her up in the air in his arms. You know, and he like, just starts, she goes, ah! She starts laughing and giggling. And he carries her to the water and plops her in the boat. And he's coming back for me. And I'm just like, I must be Superman.
1: How are you
2: All of a sudden my grandpa just was like amazing. Like he could do so much stuff with us and for us. And grandpas are so important. Right? When I was in college, grandpa got cancer and he unfortunately died of cancer when I was in college. And I went back home for the for the funeral. And I remember at the funeral, this guy Junior, this friend that he was always there, did the eulogy. And so Junior gets up and he starts to share how, when they first moved to Hawaii in the '60s, Grandpa and Grandma were the first ones at his door with a plate of food, saying, "Come, welcome to the neighborhood. You know, and come to our house." And they were the only hobbies in the whole neighborhood. Very, they, they moved into a local, local kind of place, you know. So they were really stuck out. But Grandpa and Grandma welcomed them to the house, brought them over, and became best friends for life. And Junior. I just remember he, he's like me, he couldn't even get through his words. He just broke down and started crying because he was so moved by what my grandparents had done for their family. And that to me always embodies the Aloha spirit, you know. It's different for everybody, but I think for me it's it's that we love everybody like our family. Yeah. And, and of course I'll remember that that forever, you know. Um what is Aloha? What is Aloha? Aloha yeah, is, yeah. yeah. You know,
0: um, we grew up, we look at the word Aloha, and uh, when we look at that one word, um, there's actually two words, um, aloha and Ha. And uh, Alo, it means in the presence of Yoko, our, our Creator. And Ha is, is the breath of life. And so when we greet uh, someone with aloha, we greet them with uh, respect uh, and humility love. And so um, the early greetings were, uh, we would touch foreheads and noses coming with each other, straight into the eye, and so we could see each other's souls and, and uh, uh, we would take that breath together, That circle of Aloha is love, humility, and respect yeah, for each other, you know? This song, uh, Yeah, the song, huh? <laughs> uh, sing this one to you guys, It's called Aloha Eve, so if you listen to the words, um, it's um, pretty easy to understand.
1: Promise the sun will shine again. Bring fresh hope. Three.
2: she loved to do was to go to art shows and to take her paintings and sell them to tourists. And she told me, I'd go there to the show sometimes and hang out, you know, like a little kid boring. She she would talk to everybody. Anybody would be like, hi, come over, look at my pictures. Come, You want to see my pictures. I paint beautiful pictures. Come here. She'd talk to everybody, you know. But what I loved was that she would get so excited when she sold a picture, a painting to a tourist. Not because she wanted tourist money, but because... She said, oh, they get to take something beautiful from the island's home to remind them of the island and their trip. And she loved sending people home with that that gift, that treasure. Grandma (laughs) goes, she she was funny. I remember one, Claire and I went home once after college to visit, they're up at Halloween. And we went to visit Grandma, and we said, hey, Grandma, what's Halloween, you know what? Plenty of kids come to your house. And she's like, oh, yeah. What did you give candy? She said, Oh, I do raisins and Bible stories. (laughs) And we were like, grandma, the kids are gonna ate your house. She's like, oh no! I put it fast in the bottom of their bag before they could see who's putting it. (laughs) She would laugh and laugh and we're like, oh god. (laughs) Raisins and Bible stories. She was she was she was fearless about sharing love with people and everybody and I think she was a born-again Christian. I don't remember her talking about God and Jesus and all that too much, because I Maybe I just didn't pay attention. <laughs> um, but she was very, very devout later on in life, and she, um, when my grandfather died, she told me that she was at his bedside, and his last words to her were, I'm going to go see Jesus now, mommy. And Joyce he called her mommy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they they truly embody that, the essence of Aloha. You know? And grandmothers especially. you know, and at, I got to do the eulogy at my grandmother's funeral, because I was a little older, which was the craziest thing. My family called, called me, my uncle calls me, he goes, the family's nominated you to do the eulogy for the <laughs> 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 you I'm like, what? <laughs> You're the other one who has experience public speaking. Okay, thanks, you see in Hawaii. Grandma used to always sing, no matter what. She would sing. She had a horrible voice, but she'd always sing. And one of her songs was "Jesus Loves Me" and "Hot Cross Buns." Hot Cross Buns. Hot Cross Buzz.
3: buzz.
2: When I gave her a eulogy, I decided I was going to sing that song in honor of Grandma. It was pretty bad. But it was just...